Indeed, all praise is due to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, the first and the last, the sole creator, our cherisher, our sustainer, our Lord, the most kind and the most merciful. Salawat and salam be upon his final prophet and messenger Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, his pure family, noble companions and all true believers until the very last day. My brothers and sisters, today is the 20th of Safar. And for us Muslims, this time of the year is extremely significant, very important. In the next few weeks, we will try to commemorate, revive the great legacy of our beloved Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam by remembering his very birth, his sending, and all that he came with, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And we have a mighty responsibility on our shoulders in that regard. It is indeed our obligation, our religious duty, to pass on that great legacy of the Chosen One onto our children and the future generations. Many great works, books have been written in this regard. How do we, first and foremost, relate to our messenger, to our true example, role model, and teacher, Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, ourselves? Do we actually read about his life? all those inspiring great stories and moments from his seerah, the blessed seerah, and all those touching moments that him and his companions experienced during his lifetime. And do we reflect upon that? And do we try to make sense of it and then apply it in our own lives? And then do we try our best to teach others? to convey that beautiful message, that radiant light which illuminated this entire horizon, the whole universe. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala indeed applied arguably the greatest favor of them all onto the mankind when he decided to finally send his last and final prophet and messenger Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam in order to guide the mankind, to provide the necessary teaching, guidance, to deliver each and every one of us from the darknesses of misguidance, ignorance, diseases of heart, onto the light of guidance. And for that very reason, we rejoice we are truly happy and honored and privileged that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has blessed us, you and I, to be among the followers of the final prophet and messenger of Allah, Sayyidina Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. What a huge and mighty favor 
and blessing of our Lord, the kind, the generous, the giving, the merciful, the most gracious unto us. Indeed it is. And we will be ever grateful to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for making us among those that came after the sending of Allah's final prophet and messenger Muhammad And likewise, we'll be ever grateful to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for sending the prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam into this realm, this world. But the real question is, by our human nature, we do tend to be quite grateful if another human being helped us with something. You started displaying certain symptoms of a particular illness and you go to your GP and the GP checks on you and gives you the right medication and you take it accordingly and you get better. You are so grateful to your GP and if it was a procedure and you, went, you had to go to the hospital and received a particular surgery after which you got better otherwise maybe you wouldn't be there still. You are extremely grateful to your surgeon or the team that operated on you. And the same goes on about anything. Your teacher who taught you how to read and write from your primary years. Your parents, your mother who fed you when you couldn't feed yourself. We are grateful to all those people who helped us and did some kind of favor to us. And an Arabic proverb says that we tend to be like slaves of favors. Somebody, like your employer, increased your wage, you are grateful. You feel like you got to give something back, pay back. But do we think, last time when I spoke, I explained to you how we should love Allah and what it is that Allah gives us and who deserves the utmost love from our hearts, no one but Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. But we cannot compare Allah with any other living being. Anything else that exists in the creation of Allah. But now I want us to reflect upon our true love and reverence and respect of our beloved messenger Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Did we ever think and how often, if we did so, do we think of the numerous favors, blessings that our Messenger Muhammad gave each and every one of us? Would any single one of us know how to get up this morning and wash and pray Fajr and come today to this Juma prayer and then behave for the rest of the day and do the same thing throughout your life if it wasn't the teachings, the example of the beloved Prophet Muhammad The answer is simply, none of us would know anything. None of us would be able to pray to Allah. We'll still be wandering in the darknesses and the many layers of the darknesses. And we'll go deeper and deeper into trouble if he wasn't the Prophet he is the means through which we reach our Creator, our source of existence. 
Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And if it wasn't for his teachings and his sending, we wouldn't have the ni'mah, the blessing of Iman. If we wouldn't be believers in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, we would be lost. We'd be still wandering in the wonderland along the Alice and the rest of it. So indeed, my brothers and sisters, of all human beings that we know, no one indeed deserves more of our love, earnest and honest love, and respect and reverence and exaltation than the messenger of Allah, Muhammad No one. And unlike praising or mentioning any other living human being, when we praise and send blessings and peace upon the Prophet Muhammad وسلم, we ourselves benefit the most. You can talk about any great personality of the history of mankind. And you can write biography after biography about them. And publish it with the best publishing houses. And you can sing their praises. And gather in gatherings. That person's name is going to become more famous. People might admire them more. Hear about them more. But you may not benefit much from it. Unlike that is when we send salat and salam upon the chosen one. For every single salat that we send upon the Prophet وسلم, Allah prays tenfold for us according to a sound hadith. Another hadith says every time any one of the ummah of the Prophet Muhammad sends salat upon him, Allah appoints an angel who will send equal amount of salawat upon that very person, the supplicant. Al Musalli wal Musalli. And then the Prophet, this hadith is in Tirmidhi's book. He said, so any of the servants of Allah, if you know this, and you should know this, let them say the least amount of salawat, but let them also say them in abundance. These are the words of our Prophet Look how much he's teaching us to benefit ourselves. And it is very interesting when you read certain commentaries on that great ayah from Surah Al-Hazab in which Allah informs us that He, Allah Almighty, and His noble angels send blessings upon the Prophet It is absolutely amazing to try to understand what it means when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala takes it upon himself to send blessings upon one or someone among his creation, his servants, his slaves. And he chose the chosen one, the Prophet Muhammad Our salawat and salam upon the Prophet is nothing like that. None of us and no one can send the blessings upon the Prophet Muhammad like Allah himself.
Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala does it in his own way. We don't fully understand, we never will. But that knowledge needs to teach you and I something about the greatness of the Prophet His noble rank. Who else took this privilege? Tell me. Who is there that Allah directly sends his blessings upon? Of Allah's creation. The entire khalqullah. Arguably no one but Rasulullah. And then his noble angels, when they send blessings upon the Prophet, is still done in a different way. They have to pray to Allah to deliver those blessings, those prayers, those invocations to the chosen one. And similarly, they are so pure, the angels of Allah. And they send azka salawat and salam upon the azka of the mankind. The purest of blessings upon the purest of human beings. By the angels. And we try to follow that pursuit. We want to send the purest, the noblest, the nicest, the most exalted salawat and salam upon the chosen one from our own souls, from our own hearts, the recesses of our hearts upon the chosen one. But we need Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to make that being delivered and accepted from us and for us to benefit from doing so. I won't talk too much, but I would like to share a couple of stories for you in trying to basically relate to you how important it is for us at least annually to re-examine our own relationship with our messenger Muhammad sallallahu and to try to increase our love and respect and reverence towards him as we live Islam as we practice Islam year in and year out and every year the Mawsim of Mawlid comes, and what do we do? We argue whether it's allowed or not to celebrate the Mawlid, and we argue whether or not we should read Madiha, we argue or not whether Dalai al-Khairat is a good book, whether Burda is a magnificent Qissa uh, or Qasida. I don't understand that mentality, I really don't. Something is seriously wrong. Whereas, we should listen to stories like this. Ubay ibn Ka'ab comes one day to the messenger, Muhammad himself. And this was after the, Allah revealed the ayah that I made reference to. Allah and his angels send blessings upon the messenger. So all you who believe, do the same. Send blessings, salawat and salam. Let's not translate salawat and salam. Send salawat and salam upon the Prophet in abundance. With the true respect, one scholar translates it like this. Wasallimu taslima means true respect, with actually earnest love. So he understood that, and he wanted to organize himself and oblige to this command from Allah. So he comes to the messenger and says, Ya Rasulullah, O the messenger of Allah, I really want to dedicate some part of my time by sending blessings upon you, invoking salawat and salam upon you, as Allah commanded us. 
And then he says, how much of my time should I dedicate for this duty of mine? It's a religious duty for every one of us. And the Prophet the most humble, the nicest of all beings, the most gentle, the most kind, not bothering ever anyone, but always trying to help everyone. He says, as much as you wish, as much as you can, as much as you want, it's up to you. And he says, what if I gave one quarter of my time, dedicated one quarter of my time? The Prophet against gives him the same answer, as you wish. But the more you do, the better for you. Then he says, but then what if I gave half of my time for this duty? He says, as you wish again, as much as you want, but the more you do, the better for you. And then he says, what if I give two-thirds of my time for this duty? The Prophet gives the same answer, Allah. Do as you wish. The more you do, the better for you. Well, then he says, Ya Rasulullah, in that case, what if I did and I am aiming to, I'm intending to give all of my time, dedicate all of my time by invoking the blessings of Allah. Salawat and salam upon you. And the Prophet he said, do as you wish. But if you were true to your promise, if you do go on to do that, and you spend your day, really, they are blessed people who are spent, Allah gave them the tawfiq to spend their day and night, I'm telling you, by reading Quran. And likewise, they are blessed, chosen people who spend their day and night by invoking salawat and salam upon the messenger. May Allah make curse among them. They do do that. And the Prophet says, if you manage to do that, then you should know that all of your worldly affairs would be taken care of and your sins will be forgiven. So now you and I, listen to this. We cannot overdo by sending salawat and salam upon the messenger of Allah because for us it's the purest of dua. The most beautiful way to express our perfection of tawakkul upon Allah and our earnest love upon Allah and His Messenger when we send salat and salam upon the chosen one. It shows that we are loyal servants of Allah and we obey Allah and His Messenger and we display true sign or sign of true love towards the chosen one sallallahu alaihi wasallam so let us on a day like this and it's a hadith on a friday we should send salawat and salam in abundance it's a hadith but we should do so as much as we can and whenever we can and if we don't do so when the month of rabi' al-awwal comes which is in 10 days time then i would say when are we going to do it and if we don't teach ourselves about the greatness of our chosen one and then try to teach our children the same legacy, when are we going to do it? And who is going to do that for us? No one. So I pray to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that he makes us like Ubay ibn Ka'ab who fully understood the maqam, the rank of the Prophet sallallahu in the eyes of Allah like Sayyidina Umar radiallahu ta'ala anhu understood and he cried after the Prophet alayhi salatu passed away and he remembered the incident 
when, when the congregation grew bigger and the Prophet asked for a pulpit to be built for him so he can give salmon on Fridays and other occasions to the Sahaba. And that basically made him stop standing on that stump from which he used to give the khutbahs. And they say that they could hear the stump complaining, yearning to be touched by the Prophet And he says, who has more right to be weeping and crying over losing the Prophet That tree or us human beings, those who directly benefit from his sending, from his teaching, from his love, from his prayers and from his intercession. So I pray to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that we weep and cry in our moments of solitude when we are reconnecting with the chosen one, with our messenger Muhammad sallallahu And I pray to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that we are surely going to complete our faith by loving Allah and his messenger more than anything else. And that this heart of ours is cleansed and purified. And that the love of Allah and his messenger fills our hearts so that anything else but that cannot penetrate it. And I also pray to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that he purifies our intentions in all that we do and say. And I also pray to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to forgive us our mistakes and our shortcomings. أقول قولي هذا وأستغفر الله العظيم لي ولكم فاستغفروه إنه هو الغفور الرحيم